Hello and welcome to AI Unfiltered with me, Ian Bowie, and our resident expert, Mikael Stormbom, where we will be talking about everything to do with AI in our modern digital society and what the future holds for all of us. Well, you, you, you said something about... The enshittification of the internet. Yeah. To borrow a phrase. I'm not sure who coined the phrase, but... So it's an actual phrase that you've heard somewhere. Yes, I read right. it on the internet, so it's clearly. Oh, well, of course, yes. Yes. It's going to be in the Oxford and Cambridge dictionaries. It'll by be the Christmas. word of the year, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, can we, can we even use the word initiatification? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm just thinking about what was going to be the name of the episode. Do we need to sanitize well, it? Well, uh, sanitize it. <laughs> mm. Yes. I think the actual episode, I mean, that's fine. You just have to, with, to comply with Spotify's. Terms and conditions you have to, you know, mark it as explicit and that's all. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Well, you can just put N star star starification. The N crapification. N defication. N defication. <laughs> <laughs> of the interweb. Yes. So this is based on the on the on the surmise that basically everything eventually is going to be written by some form of AI. Yes. Everything will be written by GPT and the like and all images will be generated by AI and it will all be generic blather. I, I think uh, this is either somebody's sort of doom, doom saying, or basically wishful thinking, or their imaginations got out of control. Ish, but apparently it's already a problem with Google searches that the the quality of if you're looking for information through mm. Google, the quality of the search results have been have dropped. Have yes, have deteriorated. Uh huh. And. Uh, to what extent uh, our good friends at OpenAI plays a role there is another matter, but nevertheless. Yeah, right. And then the other thing is, of course, that these models, they rely on data. Mm -hmm. And the data is, of course, the internet. So it becomes this interesting feedback loop if uh, mm. first they generate the articles and then the articles is actually the training data for the models in the future. So it becomes... Uh, yeah, right. yeah. So the, the, that can become rather interesting as well. Hi, dear listeners. This is your fake AI-generated contributor Sarah Chan providing some background. As a professional contributor to this podcast, I'll refrain from using the more vulgar term and will instead use the sanitized term, encrapification. The term, in its more vulgar form, was coined by Cory Doctorow and characterizes the decline in the quality and usability of online platforms or content as they prioritize profit over the user experience. The concept in crapification of the internet zooms out from platform decay to address the broader landscape of the internet. It's centered on the concern that generative AI, with its potential to flood the internet with content, could dilute the quality of information available. This deluge of AI-generated material may make the internet less reliable as a source of information. So the beginning of the end for the internet? Yes. We have to go back to libraries and books. Stone tablets. Well, yeah, uh, mind you, I must admit, you know, the idea of a leather-bound um, book. Written by quite, a... Quite appeals, really. Handwritten by a Handri monk. Handwritten by a scribe. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. I quite like that. <laughs> yes. yes. Preferably a monk. A monk, yes. yes. <laughs> it was always the monks, wasn't it? Yes, we are going... Illum illuminated scrolls. We are, we are, yeah. Yes, we are going pre-Gutenberg here. <laughs> yeah, <one>. absolutely. <laughs> well, that, that was... Um, why English spelling, or that, that is, I should say, not what that was, but that is why English spelling is so notoriously difficult. It's all Gutenberg's fault. 
Adam Gutenberg. Yeah, because I mean, they, they, they w- he, wasn't very one... good. he wasn't very good in Police yeah. Academy either. No, yeah. That was but today's fake news. That's the, yeah. You know, once they realized that they could print things en masse, they also realized that they needed to standardize spelling. And so, they did a great job of Well, no, it. I mean, they, they reckon, I mean, of course, a lot of this is hearsay. They have no sort of real sort of data-driven evidence to support this, but they reckon that a lot of English spelling um, was decided upon very much based on pronunciation of the time. Yeah, so it's all good. It's it's Germans again. You always blame the Germans. You can never go wrong with blaming the Germans. So if if you're studying English and cursing every time you come across a word that you don't know how to pronounce because of the way it's spelt or because you don't know how to spell it Based because of the way how it's pronounced <laughs> then blame the germans yes. not us not our yes. fault just don't mention the war no. uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. which one <laughs> all of them there, that's right there have been a few <laughs> two two world yeah. wars and yes. one <laughs> world cup was it? Uh, i don't know i have no idea where we're going mm. with this no but uh, you know when we we're in schools so of course we start learning English quite mm. early, mm. third grade mm. in my case. And of course, at some point you have this option of an elective additional language. So mm. in my case, you, you chose could, Swedish. Yeah. I chose uh, Swedish because <laughs> it was my mother tongue. So I figured out easy, easy 10, easy A or whatever mm. grading system you said at the time. Yeah. Uh, no, but the electives were German and French in my case. Yeah, and, right. and they were always about French. Oh my God, it's so difficult to difficult to spell and uh, like you never okay but english is uh, just as bad <laughs> it's just that we start learning it yeah. earlier so it gets sort of feels easier yes our brains are yeah. more elastic at that point so what did you choose i chose german german yeah. german yes because it was closer to swedish or more parental reasons my both my father and my mother had studied german right then I actually did study French in university as well, because why not? Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But never Hungarian? Not a whole lot of Hungarian courses. <laughs> yeah, no. But are you... I've been trying it out a little bit on, on Duolingo. Have you? Yeah. Right. yeah. I have to say, I, I've also done Spanish Duolingo. And yes. yeah, but with Spanish, at least, you know, they actually explain the grammar rules. Yeah, right. But not with Hungarian. No, they just they just present a sentence on you. Here, no, here right. sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now understand the syntax of the language. Great. How do I now generalize this thing? Because I don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Duolingo is good if you want to get up to kindergarten level, but... Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay for, like, yeah, you go and then you go and order una cerveza por favor in, yeah. in Madrid. Garçon, yeah. una cerveza por favor. Why garçon? <laughs> 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 yeah, mix it up a bit, you know. You sure. Know, might be a French waiter. A little code switching, yes. It could be French waiter in Madrid. Don't know that, do you? I don't know. I did. I once overheard a conversation between a person speaking Spanish and another mm. person speaking Italian. So they were, and I didn't even, mm. I didn't realize that they were that Close. mutually intelligible. Yeah, well, to a, to an extent. Yeah. Um, I I was in Segovia, um, donkeys years ago now, and donkey being the operative word because um, the year of it, the donkey. It, it, well, no, but it yeah. it was um it was our international management meeting. And that year it was in Segovia in, 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 in Spain. And it was in the morning and uh, the Italian, actually the manager from Rome, um, who, who was actually Australian-Italian. Can you imagine a mix like that? Um, but anyway, he, he'd run out of butter. And, you, know, and so, uh, you know, the current prime minister, Albanese, he's of Italian. Ita- Italian extraction. 
Is he? Yeah. Been extracted from Italy, has he? Very good. I believe so, yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, he wanted butter. Well, butter in Italian is burro. So right, he, he, was, he was standing, that's right, yes, donkey, stand, yeah, yes. in the middle yeah. of, 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 of the hotel um, breakfast room, basically in a very loud voice, shouting at this little, because he was very tall, this Italian guy, and um, this little Italian, sorry, uh, Spanish waiter, and, and he was saying, <laughs> you know, burro, burro. And the guy sitting next to me happened to be our Madrid manager, and he just said under his voice, yeah, idiot, he said, doesn't he realise that burro <laughs> is really donkey in, in in Spanish? So, yeah. I don't know what butter is in Spanish, actually. I never did learn. Mantequilla. Well, well speaking of Hungarians, of course, the oh. Monty Python sketch, the dirty Hungarian Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, Monty mm. Python was never my thing, so oh. I, uh, you have to explain it now. Okay, well, so anyway, John Cleese is a Hungarian tourist, mm. and he's uh, somewhere in the UK. He goes into a store, and he has this uh, Hungarian, Hungarian to English Facebook, mm. and then, which has then been... Uh, on purpose mistranslated. So then uh-huh. he then he says things like, uh, "If uh, if I told you you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me?" And, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's asking for matches or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, right, stuff yeah. like that. And eventually he gets arrested. And then <laughs> and then as Monty's Python sketches tend to do, it goes into then they go and arrest the creator of the Facebook, and he goes to court. And <laughs> no, right, okay, yeah. I wonder if Sasha Baron Cohen took any sort of cues from Monty Python. He, oh, see, I don't know because I don't know anything about Monty Python at all. It just never really floated my boat. So, yeah, I'm a big Monty Python fan. Yeah, I know a lot of Finns are for some yeah. reason. Never really understood. I know. Why. I guess the, uh, the absurdist humor is kind of I don't know. It's our thing, I suppose. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because you know, I quite like Sasha Baron Cohen. You know, I liked Ali G. Um, and all right, Borat. I thought that one, Borat went maybe was the movie was was oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a little bit okay, but then it got because I mean, he made a few, didn't he? I think. Yeah, he's um, made two movies. Yes. Yeah. So, and and the Brothers Grimsby was good. If you've ever seen that, I'm not entirely sure actually, but no, but yeah. that 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 is really good. Um, but Monty Python, I don't know. No, I mean, so the, you know, I mean, because I like John Cleese. I mean, I liked him in Faulty Towers. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, they, they were both in him and Palin were in, um, A Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. And that was a good, yes. you know, a really good film. Um, but, well, Spike Milligan, he was never my cup of tea. So, no, I didn't yeah. really get him. Who else was around in that time? Of course, there was Benny Hill, where I never liked him. Yeah. But I, I know he was, he was, he was really popular in Finland. He was for some reason, I didn't really... No, uh, I, well, he wasn't. Not, not quite no, my... No, not at all. Cup of tea, as they yes. say. But you see, humour and what people think of as funny has changed through the ages, hasn't it? Through the decades. For sure. But then have you ever sort of got GPT to come up with a joke? I have tried. Yeah. And... Uh, they jokes do not make any sense. No, they see that's the thing. So, <laughs> so at least that's one area where perhaps humanity is safe. Yes, at least our, for the time being, our comedy is safe. Until well, at least for the time being, until it's outlawed. But uh, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you've 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 got people like um, what's he called? You know the the Finnish guy who tells jokes mostly in English. Oh, Ismo, you mean? Ismo, sorry, not Ilka. Yeah, Ismo. Yeah. Um, 
you know, how would GPT get get itself around that? Because you know, you 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 you've got a fin who finds a lot of the fun, particularly in the English language. Yes, and then makes comedy about it. I I, I don't think GPT, at least not at the moment, could. No, and I mean, do that at all? Could it? It's also so much about the delivery. Well, yeah, of course. He, 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 I think he probably a little bit hams up the accent. Well, I mean, that's definitely part um, of it. But yeah, it's part of it. Yeah. I mean, there's a a little bit similar idea. This uh, comedian from Ukraine originally, Yakov mm. Smirnov, right. was big in the United States in the eighties. So, yeah. so I think there's also part of it a little bit yeah. exaggerated. Well, yeah, that. that's true. Well, I, I went yeah. up to we went to a stand up comedy or oh, a few years ago now here in in Turku, and one of the um, comedians was Russian. And I don't know, actually, um, whether he could see the future or not, but he started his um, his piece with, hello, future enemies. <laughs> you know what I mean? My God, you know, I think that was about five years ago. Well, you know, fast forward to today and <laughs> it wouldn't really be funny, would it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on well, well, a similar theme sort of... Quite frequently, Swedish comedians come mm. here, of course, performing in Swedish. Mm. So, right after Russia invaded Ukraine, there was one of the Swedish comedians like, a, "Well, it's fun to be here while Finland is still here." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so the video clip, mm. and everyone, everyone applauding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the same guy like performing in Norway. Well, it's great to be here in a NATO country, and everyone again applauding. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also that other joke, isn't there, about you know, don't worry, Finland. Sweden will fight Russia right down to the last fin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Where was I going with this? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we were talking about humour and, and yes. just, you know, humour. Um, well, basically, GPT doesn't do humour, that's it. GPT, yes. I mean, it can, if, if you tell it to write um, a sketch... Um, based on you know somebody like uh, Billy Connolly, it can do it. Yeah, but it, it's got to have a reference. But I, it can't. The... It can't generate new material. No, and I think that's the. Yeah, that's that's. The, it has no. to come from some place, yeah. someplace else. Somehow. Yeah, no, it, it needs it needs a reference. Um, not that that is going to prevent the shitification of the internet, of course. No, if, if any, anything, uh, there's going to be. Actually, I think I even saw a demo video of this, like mm. video generation of a stand-up comi- stand-up comedy. Mm. So using AI video generator to generate. Mm, right. Yeah, it was a so it's sort of like weird, bizarre, like mm. Jerry Seinfeld kind of thing. The jokes makes no right. sense. The, there's an audience there applauding, and it's like yeah, yeah, okay, right. so it's <laughs> a, <laughs> so it's all out of kilter. Yeah. yeah, but I must admit, actually, I I don't really think it would be a bad thing if we all took a step back. From the interwebs? Yeah. No, yeah. definitely not. No, you know, get I people mean, going back to the cinema instead of live. Or, or just, just, you know, the polarisation of everything. Yeah, everything, yeah, you know. We can it's get because we don't talk face-to-face anymore. Fucking trolls and... Uh, well, fucking everything and... Uh, and well, yeah, I mean, right. yeah, fucking everything. Fucking everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of swearing, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you know, I mean, like, all right, there are some people who are the so-called... Um, social media, whatever, stars, YouTubers, um, 
Although most of it's poo tube in it, really. But poo tube, yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a, a minor rebrand. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, minor rebrand. No, but I mean, of course, yeah. I, I know. I know there are people making you know money or a living, even. I mean, you yeah. know. You know or, well, hey, speak, speaking what? of the poo tubers. What? So, have you heard of this uh, this drink that's all the rage with the with the youth? Uh, Prime, it's called. No. So apparently. Well, I suppose some Dutch company, mm-hmm. but then they've been marketing it through YouTubers and influencers, so it's uh, mm-hmm. really popular with the kids. And and here in Finland, they didn't have there weren't any importers, so mm-hmm. the stores bought them directly from from the wherever they bought the it from. And it, yeah, yeah, and it was like seventeen euros per bottle. What? Uh, yeah, and it's, it's just soda, like seventeen euros. Yes, and people were buying this stuff for seventeen euros. And you're joking? No, and of course. A lot of criticism about basically marketing to children and teenagers and well yeah but i mean so what <laughs> yeah but i mean so what i mean it's only lemonade it's not like they're, they're marketing <laughs> booze or something is there's, it kids? The, well there's also the energy drink component and i don't, oh, I don't it's know an energy, yeah, as well yeah. so I, I don't know about mm. that energy drink part mm. but yeah lots of uh criticism but yeah but anyway make, making extensive use of these youtubers yeah, well, you know, I mean, of course, you can't blame them, can you? No. It's Very just, effective marketing strategy because marketing they're channel. Being, That's right, yeah, absolutely. And then they've been selling, like, gangbusters. Yeah. Selling, like, hotcakes. Yeah. Selling, well, like, yeah, but, uh, I mean, melted butter. Yeah, but pe- people yeah. need to make their mind up, don't they? You know, I mean, it's like... Yeah. Of course, marketers are going to do whatever they can to reach their audience. Well, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work through newspapers and magazines anymore. Read all about it. Read all about no, it. That's right. The no, prime, yeah. prime energy drink. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it it's a bit difficult. I mean, of course, we're never going to get rid of the internet. But and why would we as such? But it would be prudent, perhaps, to yeah. But it is becoming a little bit. Yes. It is becoming a bit of the wild west, isn't it? Really. Yes, and also if if it's now just going to be completely flooded with AI generated garbage. Then, well, um, yeah, but I mean, or, yeah. or, 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 or I mean, things like yeah. TikTok and, and 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 YouTube and that, you're still going to have real people there. Well, that is true. I think I think actually, what's going to happen with the internet is it's going to unless hey AI what? AI generated YouTuber. Well, yeah, could be. I mean, Why we not? have AI generated co-host here, so yeah, true. Yeah. Isn't that right, mm-hmm. Alex? That's right, Michelle. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just going to become trivial. That, that's what's going to happen to the internet. It's going to become a place where you just go for some light entertainment. You know, it's, it's not... I it, feel like it's... Uh, if, if it hasn't I, already. I yeah. feel like it has largely... largely Gone that already. way, yeah. 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 Um, but of course, the, the part of the problem is, of course, it, it's pretty much killed off decent journalism. That it did, because no one wants to pay for No, no. Yeah. And uh, um, especially... Local news, like local newspapers, yeah. because they can't stay in business. So. No. Yeah, no, so it's it's pretty much killed all that, sadly. Yeah, and then um, I saw clickbait journalism. And clickbait journalism, sensationalism, and, and just yeah. badly researched, badly written. Yeah, AI generated at this point. Well, yeah, yeah probably is as well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. th- that, that, that's been a negative. Um, very difficult to know how you will source quality news that you can trust in the future. Yeah, how do you how do you know that the thing you're reading that it's accurate? Yeah, no, well you don't, do you? No. Oh. No. I guess we give our AI co-host a go at Absolutely. rounding up the episode. Yes. yes. 
Welcome back, dear listeners, to another exciting AI roundtable with AI Unfiltered's fake AI-generated contributors, me, Emma Williams, Sarah Chan, and Alex Rotrovsky. Today's topic is one that tickles the funny bone, AI and comedy, can AIS be funnier than humans? Let's jump right in. Sarah, what do you think? Well, Emma, AI's got some real potential when it comes to comedy. Machine learning algorithms can analyze vast amounts of humor and learn to mimic it. They can generate jokes, memes, and witty one-liners that sometimes hit the mark. Can AI be funnier than humans? What a ridiculous notion. Comedy is all about human experience, nuances, and the unpredictability of life. A machine can replicate that. Alex, always the curmudgeon. Let's not forget, AI can analyze and understand patterns in humor across cultures, making jokes that resonate with a broader audience. But I do get your point about the human touch. The humor that humans create is deeply rooted in our experiences, emotions, and the absurdity of life. Alex, what's your take? AI might be able to generate a chuckle here and there, but real comedy is about the unexpected, the ability to surprise, and the human connection between the comedian and the audience. A valid point, Alex. Now, let's put AI to the test. How about a classic knock-knock joke, generated by our AI friend here? Alex, you can start. Fine. Knock, knock. Who's there? Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence, who? Artificial intelligence not so good at stand-up, but I am here to prove a point. Well, it's certainly an attempt, Alex. But it looks like AI still has a way to go before it becomes the next comedy sensation. True. Comedy is a blend of creativity, timing, and that uniquely human touch. AIS have their place in the world, but they might need a few more punchlines to take over the comedy stage. That's it for today's AI Roundtable on AI Unfiltered. Thanks to our AI contributors. Until next time, keep laughing, folks. You've been listening to me, Ian Bowie, and my colleague, Michael Stormbaum, on AI Unfiltered. And for more episodes, please go to AIUnfiltered.com. Thank you.